Friday night. So good to be with you here on the Pat Walsh Show. KFPK News Radio, 93.1 FM, 1530 AM. On your free iHeart app, take us anywhere you wish. Thanks for being there. Hope you're doing well. Glad to be with you. We'll take your phone calls tonight. I'm going to get to as much stuff as I can get to. Plow through all of this stuff. Kendall's here taking your phone calls. We have a text line. Kendall's text hotline, 51881. Just start off by saying KFBK. Why don't we just start the show off with a phone call from Matt and Elk Grove. What are you doing, Matt? Yeah, what's up, Pat? How you doing, buddy? Man, one of these days, you got to let me introduce the show. That'd be kind of cool. How would you introduce it? When you say introduce it, do you mean the beginning of the show? Yeah. Be uh-huh. like, hey, it's the Pat Walsh show. Uh-huh. It have like a little grit in my voice. Right. A little, little something. Okay. You know, hi, how have you been, man? I am really good. I've uh, been productive. Uh, very good, actually. To start off the year. Hey. Very good. Hopefully, hopefully none of us are Omicronic today. Um, you know, hey, so check it out. A couple things that are on my mind. So, you know, you know, you and I are Elk Grove natives. You know, we're like a weed growing in front of Elk Grove Park. Um, so check it out. This coronavirus has got me thinking. I, I clean a lot of carpets, and uh, sometimes I go through Oak Park. I go to the hood, you know, when you start seeing the nice rims and ladies fighting over shopping carts and people talking to telephone poles. Um, so during the during the coronavirus, I was wondering if like gangsters, like if they get no feud, if they're not wearing a mask, do you think they're like, hold on, sir, let me go back to my car, and put on my mask, and then I'll proceed to kick your butt. <laughs> like, are, you know, it's like, wait, sir, wait, sir, let me put my mask on, let me put my crip or blood mask on, then we can go at it. You know what I mean? What? Or, or or why why do people wear masks? in their car by themselves and they look pissed off that i don't know i don't know i have no clue hey you want to introduce the show though matt yeah you want to yeah all right here we go ladies and gentlemen matt to reintroduce the show on a friday night matt anytime you're ready it's the pat wolf show kfdk 1530 93.1 fm 15:30 a.m Welcome to the Pat Wall Show, the greatest show in California. <laughs> nice job, Matt. Thank you, man. You make me happy. I really appreciate you guys. I was having a rough day, but you made it better. Thank you. You're welcome. Have a nice weekend, Matt. Stay out of trouble out there, brother. Thank you, bro. Matt introducing the show tonight. Very nice. Very nice. It's very nice. You're not going to call any other radio show, and uh, and then they'll allow you to introduce them like that. It's we have good listeners. Why not? Why not play along with it? Anyhow, you know, I was standing, and I don't know if this affects any of you right now. I can only imagine that it does. I had to go to the bank today, and this is honestly, I'm not even kidding you, the third time that I have gone to the bank to do this same little task that I had to do. The first time that I went to this bank, and this is a quiet little area, and I go to this bank, you know, this is one of these big major banks, obviously, but it's in a little quiet 
town, little place where I like to go because generally there's no lines and you get helped right away and it's, you know, sort of the down home uh, courtesy that you that you used to get back in the days when there people actually cared about service. Some people still do, obviously. Uh, anyhow, and, and so the first couple of times, there well, the first time there was a just a gal standing out in front, and uh, I know in the bank, and I go up to the bank, and uh, she says to me, um, "Yeah, I had to let my only uh, teller take a fifteen minute break." Sorry about that. I promise he's getting, he's about five minutes away. Five, and I'm thinking, wait a second now. Your only teller, the only teller in the bank. And of course, you know, some, if you have to have a break during your work day, but there's only one teller and you're standing outside to tell me that your only teller is on break. They perhaps maybe she could help me, but. They weren't letting anyone to the bank in the bank, I guess, without someone else being in the bank. Um, so I decided, well, I'll come back. So they come back the next day, being yesterday. Guess what? There's two or three people outside of the bank, and I says, uh, "What is going on? Is it bank closed?" Oh no, there's only one person in there, one teller. Like you've got to be kidding. So you had to wait to go in the bank. To go into the bank. So remember, the bank, the line used to be inside the bank. Now I'm noticing it's outside the bank. And so today, I says, well, for a third time, has got to be a charm. I get over there, and if the gentlemen who are standing in line with me are listening, I told you I was going to talk about this on the radio. I told them. I said, I'm going to talk about this. So now these, there's me and there's other two fellas standing outside the bank. And I can tell you, we're all scratching our heads and using some choice language about where are all the people that are supposed to be working? Where are they? And I'll tell you what, I've had people coming up to my home that are, um, you know, hooking up theater systems and people that are coming up and doing these projects on my home. And it is amazing to me how many businesses are being affected by the fact that people don't want to go to work, it, it, it's astounding. I don't know if this is true. Is McCoonies, um, I don't know, Kendall might know this or might look this up. I heard like McCoonies had to close down their stores or their restaurants for a bit because they couldn't find enough people to work. You know, there's restaurants that can't get anyone to work. You know, when I was, when I was a kid, man, I could not wait to get my worker's permit and get out there and go to work and earn some cash. As an adult, I've always, and we were talking about this outside the bank, you know, like, you know, the guy's like, hey, yeah, I like to work. I get up, I work. So me too. It's like, I wouldn't have it any other way. Me too. But man, um, even in looking at the home theater systems and looking at appliances and all these things, as I continue to flip my home, you just, it really makes you aware of the fact that people do not want to go to work. There's got to be a ton of jobs out there. Anytime I hear Kelly Brothers or someone doing the um, unemployment numbers, I'm thinking that is so skewed. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Kendall, did you find out anything on McCoonies there? I just heard. I could be wrong. Did you see anything? Yeah, I, I do recall that story oh, they about did. McCoonies. They temporarily shut down. See, the restaurants are going to take a hit again. Man. But I'm wondering, are you being affected? Does anyone else feel this ripple effect of what's happening? 
I mean, where is everyone? I, it's weird, man. It's like no one is working. Maybe people still just at home from the virus. And... What are they doing? Like, here's my. It's a mystery to me. They're How like knitting you... sweaters and and whittling and things like they're that. They're whittling and organizing their houses and, and flipping their houses like you. And they're just enjoying their time at home and like How with are their they family. flipping their houses when you're not working. You know what I mean? Yeah. If you're not out earning money for you or your family. I mean, yeah. I, I don't think the stimulus checks are going to take you through the year. What is it, unemployment? Mm-hmm. I don't know. It I, is baffling to me. I think that families are probably, during this time, a lot of people are figuring out how to live on less also. Like, making money and just going to work all day is not necessarily their priority anymore when mm. you know when we're in the middle of a pandemic for so long. Wow. Wow, that's an interesting point of view. Yeah. God, I am all about work. I would go insane. Hey, we'll talk about it. If you have something to say about this, is it affecting you? Have you noticed it? 916-921-50. I'd love to hear your story. Stories, 916-921-1530-800-834-1530. Also, if you're a first-time caller, we'd love to hear from you. More straight ahead on the Powell Wall Show. Measly, I don't know what. In the snow? No, no. Barefoot? I wish I could say that, but it was Sacramento. <laughs> it was Franklin Boulevard. I don't want to work. Hey, and then, and then, I just kept on working. And then I had a buddy, my buddy Keith, and his dad, he was in the Army, and then he's a truck driver. And he'd come in, and he always had a word for me. He always called me a word I can't say on the air, but he it was a term of endearment from him hey you beep hey keith and you beep get up you know you spend the night at your buddy's house you know get up you're going to work i don't care and kick in the bed get up it's four o'clock in the morning and you worked and you know what you loved it yeah you wanted to work you yeah, felt like totally. a man like i'm responsible i might even have a <laughs> cup of coffee how about mm. that i remember my first shift here when i was 14 my first 14. shift was uh, 5 a.m with a- assets and aging, Bob Scrivano, 5 a.m. Sunday mornings, 14 year old. 14 years old. Yeah, sophomore. Oh God, man. It's amazing. <laughs> we couldn't even fill that shift now, I'll bet you. Oh, geez. I don't know about that now these days. Oh. Yeah. Before that, I was like doing babysitting and cleaning houses and all kinds of stuff. Where have all the workers gone? Where did everyone go? I'm dealing with it in every aspect of my life. How about you? Right? Come on. 916-921-1530. 
800-834-1530. That's your toll-free number. Here's Michelle over in Carmichael. Welcome to the show, Michelle. Thank you. You're welcome. (laughs) So I just thought you guys sound adorable tonight. You made me chuckle quite a bit, and I appreciate it. Thank you, Michelle. I missed zero days last year. Pardon me? I've been managing, and I missed zero days last year. Okay. You know, 100% attendance at my job. I'm an office manager. I'm a licensed insurance person, and I've been swamped. (laughs) I've been running an office by myself. We've been looking for help. We can't find help, and um, it's been nuts. And and I I don't know how I would cope without having comfort from the scriptures. And I just wanted to know if I could share two scriptures, if that's okay. You can, but we're having you're kind of cutting in and out a little bit, Michelle. To be honest with you, it's kind of can you hear me better now? Yeah, much better. Much better. Okay. No. Great. Okay. So I was just going to say, um, unfortunately, we're seeing some of the things foretold in the Bible. At 2 Timothy 3.1, it says that critical times hard to deal with would be here in the last days. But the last days is a good thing because it's going to be the end of man ruling. And then um, in Psalm 91, verse 11, which is a 9111, it's a greater one <laughs> than 911. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, what's going to happen to us if, you know, more and more people get sick and we can't, we can call 911 and nobody's there. You know, we get put on hold for 911. So we can pray to our creator. That's what Psalm 9111 says, that God's got angels that are more powerful than guns. So we do have hope. If you turn to the scriptures, you can find a lot of comfort and hope. You bet it. You bet, Michelle. That's right. And, um, and, and it, boy, that's a good point, by the way. You know, you call 911. They don't have enough help. That's a frightening, uh, that's a frightening thought, Michelle. But, um, Mm -hmm. yeah. And we know they're, they're, they're trying their best. Like many people are trying very hard to, you know, hold things together. But, um, this is all unprecedented. You know, nobody's seen anything like what we're going through. So that's why it's so crucial to really, um, look to God's Word, the Bible. It's an amazing book. It survived, you know, destruction attempted many times. So, well, Michelle, it's, it's a, a huge, powerful comfort. Absolutely, I feel the same way in my life, Michelle. And God bless you, and thank you so, and Happy New Year to you, and thank you for listening to our show and calling in. All right, Michelle. Thank you for making my evening commute home so nice. Thank you. you my, guys stay safe. my pleasure. Thanks. Thank you. Very nice. Troy. Here's Troy in Sacramento. How you doing, Troy? How you doing, Pat? Good, I'm, sir. I'm coming back from work. I'm coming back from work in Berry Creek. I got two comments. I remember when I got my work permit and went to work and minimum wage was two dollars and thirty five cents an hour. Right. <laughs> right. And, and you were happy was, to have it, weren't was, you, Troy? <laughs> yeah, that was it. That was in the eighties. And 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 the other reason why I called is because I go to Home Depot. And I'm not going to say what area of town it is, but I go to Home Depot. There's like 200 people in line and only two cash registers open. And you ask them, where is everybody at? And they sit back to said, due to COVID. Or you catch somebody walking through Home Depot and you say, I need help. They're like, I'm on break. I can't help you. You got to go ask somebody else. So it does affect, it does affect a lot of people. It's just, yeah, you're right, Troy, because I've been spending as, you know, doing the home. I'm spending a lot of time in Home Depot, same thing over in Lowe's and a lot of these, uh, you know, local hardware stores and everything. I think I find I get a little bit better service, I think, in the local hardware stores than I do at some of those big box uh, uh, stores like that. But now I know it's exactly what you're talking about, Troy. And to those folks who are, are out there working, such as yourself, 
um, and people that are doing a great job. Hey, a credit to you guys for doing that and getting to work and doing, you know, and, and uh, keeping the businesses, helping to keep them going and, and all that. So, Troy, it's always nice to hear from you, man. Thank you for listening and calling in again tonight, all right? Okay, you're welcome. Happy Thank New you. Year, Troy. All right, listen, 916-921-1530. I'll get to more of your phone calls. Where is everyone gone? Are they on stimulus checks, unemployment? What's happening? Uh, it's a lot of work out there. show i wish that song were true actually i mean some people are taking care of business other people are like uh, i don't know i don't know what they're doing but it's affecting me (laughs) probably you too like just in your the mundane things in life you're trying to accomplish stuff you never used to think about now it's a going to the bank can't get enough tellers can't get enough grocery clerks hey check out your own groceries how about that Man, I tell you what, if I were looking for a gig, now would be the time. Go out and look for a job, please. There must be a million of them out there. But where did everyone go? Where? And is it affecting you? <laughs> Anyhow, 916-921-1530, Hang in there. I'll get to you quickly as possible. Pamela joining us. Where's Madison? Madison. Madison, 10, uh, 10 minutes up the road of 505 from Winters. Oh, well, welcome yeah. from Madison, Pamela. Oh, I've called you before. You just don't remember. I'm but sorry. It's okay. You get a lot of people that call. I had called you and told you about the pizza in the Fig Pizza over in Winters. <laughs> I do remember that. Oh. So the Fig Pizza when you were going over all the pepperoni and pizza stuff, you know? Yes. And it, mm. it really was good. <laughs> wow. I'm glad you enjoyed like, yeah, that. Uh, Fig pizza. How can I forget? Uh-huh. So yeah, <laughs> but uh, but hey, I could tell you where people are. Um, I was uh, I went was going to go to the emergency room over at Kaiser in Sacramento tonight um, for something that's going on, and I was recommended to go check in there to get checked out. The line is a freaking mile long. And I don't, I can't even tell you who's all, you know, with COVID without because they're not screening people, you know, in the line. You got to get screened when you get up towards the triage area. And it was so long, it was like, screw it. Yeah, I'm not staying there and I'm not getting in line with people. I don't know if they have COVID or not or what's going on. So, yeah, I'm not staying there. A and, long uh, line at the emergency room? Huge, huge. I mean, I'm talking, it was like around the corner and everything. Yeah. What the heck's going on over there? everyone's getting sick with freaking COVID. You know, all these people going out, having all their, you know, their fun time. Because, And I'm sorry, but 
they want to sit there and put the blame on all the people that are unvaccinated. It's not the unvaccinated that are going out without their masks and going to all these group gatherings and, um, you know, getting together with family and everything else. I mean, I had some family, I had a family member get together with their in-laws and six of them got sick, you know? Mm. And so it's just kind of like, you know, you just, um, yeah, you can't let down your guard just because you have that vaccine. You're not invincible. And you still don't know who the general that just passed away. He was vaccinated and he still passed away from COVID. Yeah. So yeah. It's, still a, it's still a Russian roulette on one, how that vaccine has reacted within your body to um, give you the antibodies. And two, because you don't know if it's built antibodies or not. Everybody's totally different. So your yeah, bottom line here is that you're telling us that um, a lot of the people you're seeing that you think they're at the hospital and they may perhaps COVID, the COVID mm-hmm. numbers, uh, you know, because oh, I, and, and, yeah. that, and that might be something right now. And, and I mean, I, I, you certainly have seen that. I have not seen that, but I haven't been to the emergency room to see that. So that's, a, but yeah. the fact is, um, you know, for the last, what, uh, I don't know how many months it was prior to the Omicron and all this, uh, it almost felt like people were, you know, um, even during that time when there wasn't this resurgence of this this new variation of the virus, it didn't seem like people were too eager to get up and get out. And I don't know, maybe it has something to do, Pamela. Um, thank oh, you for yeah. listening, but th- oh, um, maybe it has, some- make another comment? Maybe it has something make to do with people being comment? paranoid. Yeah, go ahead. Okay, well, and that, that is another big thing also, though. Yeah, you can't, um, to find workers and stuff right now, people don't want to work. Yeah, they don't want to. You know, they were getting they were getting it really nice off of unemployment and everything, but unemployment's ending for people, so they're yep. going to have to do something. Yep. And then the last quick thing on the banks, the reason why they're supposed to actually be monitoring how many people are coming into the banks and such, because we're masked. They can't they can't verify the cameras can't verify our identity. So for the security security aspect, mm. um, that's why they're not supposed to let more than X amount of people into the bank at once. Oh, OK. Yeah. Well, that that makes yeah. that that makes sense. But I don't understand. Well, OK. Uh, well, uh, if there are other workers are out sick with covid and yeah. they only have one that, you know, one or two that aren't sick, say they only have 10 people at that branch. Sure. And now all of a sudden you had three people come down sick, but they were in contact with three more or four more. And now they're having to quarantine. Yeah. Then now they're on quarantine. Now you're stuck with a skeleton crew and, you know, maybe even just the bare bones. It sounds like, like, you know, they just had the bare bones that were there just to keep the branch open. Bare bones bank. Pamela, you made some good points. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you. Have a good night. You too. Appreciate that. Hang in there, everyone. Goldmine and Pioneers up next. Howdy, Goldmine. Hey there, Pat. How you doing? Good, man. Well, you asked, and uh, I could uh, disagree with that last comment, but I'll go somewhere else with that. Well, um, you can disagree all you want. I mean, it's fine. That, yeah, but everybody that's uh, – the places that don't have the, the workers are either people that have quit because they want it, they have mandatory vaccination or they don't want to wear masks. You know, it, it it's, it's – uh, that's my opinion on mm-hmm, it, mm-hmm. but that's not why I called. Okay, I called to tell you thank you for giving me a, a my nickname because <laughs> it's kind of it's a lot different than just being Keith. You know what I mean? Sure, I never, I, I didn't even I know, know you was Keith. <laughs> your your gold yeah. mine to me. <laughs> yeah, and and you know I've met Frank and and his and his horse and oh, all good. these other people. But, you know, and Kendall and 
and it's just you guys have became a family and and it individualizes me by being goldmine. And, you know, when I call these other talk show hosts and stuff, I, I put that goldmine out there. So they'll ask me, how come you call yourself goldmine? Uh-huh. Well, Pat also gave it to me. That's yeah. why. <laughs> well, it's stuck. And, you know, yeah. try to get you syndicated one way or another. But again, on the second other, I don't, I don't really want you syndicated because we love you here. Oh, we thank you. you Thanks, goldmine. You know what I'm saying? Thank you. I'd so, still anyway, be here. That's my main reason I called is it's just to, you know, tell you thank you for that and uh, see if it would be okay for if I use that on my YouTube thing when I get out of this this uh, gold hole here. Do it, and, and uh, I'll watch your YouTube channel. All right, Goldmine? Sounds like a winner, my friend. Hey, I can't wait. Yes, sir. Happy New Year's. Happy New Year, buddy. Um, I'm still waiting to hear Kendall on uh, you were going to give her an hour or something on the show one day. Oh, yes. I've been reminding her of that. Yeah, we'll, we'll revisit that. The, we'll revisit that, okay? Miss, yeah, you didn't ask Miss Kitty if she did her push-ups. Oh, dang it. That's right. <laughs> That's right. You, Thanks, Goldmine. I do need to ask her that. I do. Dang it, I forgot to do that last night. Or tonight, forgot to do that last night to even try those and then ask Kitty tonight. Let's keep the phone calls flowing here. Kenny in Grass Valley, welcome to the show. Hey, Pat, thanks for taking my call. You're welcome, sir. Yeah, so I want to touch on your experience at the bank. Um, Seems like for the last year or so, I can't help but notice whether it's a restaurant or any hospitality industry, just them being super short-staffed or the people that are working are just in a frenzy. And I'm a, I'm a millennial, so I'm a 37. And my experience is the last maybe five years or so, I've been flooded with this word of mental health and mental wellness. Mm-hmm. And it got a lot of people thinking, uh, reevaluate what's important to them when COVID happened. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I experienced people that make good money, but they quit their job to focus on things that are more important to them than just the rat race. So mental health, mental wellness, I wouldn't dream of quitting my job, but it seems like that's the narrative now and people are reassessing, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm all about mental health and all of that stuff. For me, though, my mental health comes from what I'm doing. Part of it, I should say, comes from working, my -hmm. responsibilities, a job that I happen to enjoy. My thought about that, Kenny, is, okay, you know, that's fine. People say, well, it's for my mental health. I'm going to explore other options, what have you. And you can chime in on this too, Kendall, or, of course, Kenny. But... um. What happens when the paycheck stops, all right? And you're still looking for yourself, finding yourself. Well, you better find a paycheck because guess what? There's kids to feed, and it's a nice notion. In fact, I would suggest that anyone who has a dream, I've always said this, you know, if you can make a living out of something you love to do, then that's a wonderful thing. And right now there's a lot of openings out there where people might explore that, right? Mm -hmm. So, you know, I get trying to find yourself or looking for a better option. I totally get that, Kenny. But... Doggone it, man. Um, what happens when the paychecks and the stimulus well, and the, checks run out? You a know? lot more people are just sort of starting their own businesses and figuring out how to, like he was just saying, like the rat race. They're they're sure. they're they're figuring out how to work for themselves and make that money and maybe live on a little bit less, but make some money too and not have to work quite as much, like not work all day long. Do something more like what you do, Pat, like come in and do a show, mm-hmm. you know, at night, like do something for like a few hours yeah. a day, not like eight or 10 hours. Well, my, you know, from a family, and that's a good point. I, I guess that's what you're talking about, Kenny. Um, you know, I, I come from a long, uh, you know, my family's a lot of hard workers, and 
I follow in their footsteps. I love to work. But, yeah, I mean, it's also nice. It's a nice situation, I will say, that I have because I can do other things and something I enjoy. But you, you make a good point, Kenny. You know, it's making I me think, think, and that's I why I asked the they, question. Uh, they better start paying 20 25 bucks an hour at these uh, jobs to get the uh, seats filled. I think that's the next step. I mean, because what else are you going to do, you know? Right. Kenny, but thank you, guys. Thank you, man. Happy New Year. Hey, Scott, you're up next. If you can hang in there. More to come straight ahead, Pat Wall Show. Checks are on the way. Stay home. Play video games. No one needs workers. It's great. It's the Pat Wall Show. Proud to be at work tonight. Thank you for joining us, KBK News Radio. Here's Scott joining us from Lincoln tonight. Welcome to the show, Scott. How you doing, Pat? Good, sir. Okay, so your bumper music is apropos. I can tell you that uh, a lot of these people that are getting laid off or fired without any benefits at all is boggling. Um, I'm a little ticked off. I, I don't, it hasn't affected me directly because I'm a independent contractor and I go into people's houses. I do repairs, but my daughter uh, put herself through school, uh, works for Starbucks, also works for another uh, restaurant and just, top of the line there every day shows up on time a leader and they're kicking her to the curb uh, at starbucks because uh you know she won't get shot and um so that puts me back in the position of, of having a daughter at 27 years old that i'm and i don't mind that i'm going to be supporting again because she's out of work and uh, and that just you know it reminds me of all the people in the medical the police, the fire, and all of these people that are getting thrown to the curb without any kind of benefits at all. And I, I just, I, I know this is going through the Supreme Court right now, and it just, it, it's, it's frustrating as heck. Oh, and incidentally, by the way, um, I spoke to you probably a year ago, and you gave me some suggestions on cigars, and uh, you're right. They're really, really good. And oh. I, I stopped by that place in uh, Rockland, and I'm, I'm pleased about that. But Oh, good, you know, I, good, I good. <laughs> yeah. You know, I, I was hoping I would run into you sometime and, and, you know, be able to meet you in person, but that hasn't happened yet. But, uh, I mean, I pulled over. I, I'm sitting here at a gas station. I pulled over before I went home because I'm just – I'm so frustrated listening to all of these stories of people who are losing their livelihood. I mean, my daughter went to school for uh, speech therapy sciences, spent 18 months top of her class and she can't get a job because if she's not vaccinated she can't go into work at any of these places and i'm thinking how many other people are suffering because of this ridiculous uh, you know circumstance and what's the end result i mean in back of my mind i'm thinking is it really about money because you know these people that are putting out these vaccines are getting bank so i'm just i'm, I'm stunned i'm i'm lost i'm stunned i'm 60 years old, and I'm watching the way things are going, and I'm wondering what's it going to be like in a year from now or two. 
Well, a couple of things, because we're out of time, uh, almost out of time, and I just wanted to respond to a couple of things. Number one, so your daughter did not, does not want to get the vaccine, so she couldn't work. They, Starbucks let her go. Now she's living with you. Uh, just in a nutshell, quick response, what are your thoughts on the vaccines? Do you think she should get it and go to work, or are you okay with that? I think that it's experimental, and it's not okay. No. Okay. The second part of this, my friend, is... I'll be at the cigar shop next week. You say the day. I'm usually there about, oh, about 3 o'clock. If you're on Facebook and you see me on Facebook or what have you, let me know what day you might want to be over there, and I'll have a cigar with you. How's that? I'll find you. (laughs) You got it. Scott, I look forward to meeting you. Thank you. Happy New Year. All right. We're going to support a friend when we come back. Ken Dog's coming in at some point. I'm going to get to some stories I haven't been able to get to. So much more to come. Kendall will do the push-up challenge. No, I'm teasing. <laughs> Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial, LLC, member SIPC.